Hello, welcome back to Coffee with a Calvinist. This is a daily conversation about scripture, culture, and media from a Reformed perspective. Get your Bible and coffee ready and prepare to engage today's topic. Here's your host, Pastor Keith Foskey. Welcome back to Coffee with a Calvinist. My name is Keith Foskey, and I am a Calvinist. Today is January 20th, and you know what that means. Yes, indeed, it is Inauguration Day. It's an amazing thought to consider that we are going from a Trump administration to a Biden administration, and I believe today's events are going to be very telling about what we have to look forward to over the next four years. I was looking today at Christian News Network, uh, christiannews.net, And it talks about what today's event is going to look like. It says uh, in the tagline, it says, uh, or the headline, it says, Lady Gaga to perform national anthem at inauguration and transgenders to participate in prayer service. I want to read a little bit from this article. It goes on to say, pop star Lady Gaga, known for her homosexual affirming tune, Born This Way, will be performing the national anthem during Wednesday's inauguration ceremony with other performances by artists such as Jennifer Lopez and Garth Brooks. And during the, quote, interfaith prayer service uh, scheduled for Thursday, two transgender faith leaders are expected to participate along with several homosexual clergy members, end quote. That's a, I'm, I'm reading directly from the article. And it goes on to talk about this interfaith prayer service that's uh, apparently scheduled for tomorrow. Today's Wednesday, so I'm assuming this is talking about Thursday, tomorrow, that they're going to be having this particular prayer service. And, uh, you know, we've seen these for years. We've seen uh, people who uh, gather together with different faiths coming together to have uh, a service, what some might call an ecumenical service. Typically, ecumenical um, would refer to those who at least claim to be Christian within the Christian community. Uh, ecumenism is, you know, bringing together different Christian denominations. Uh, and interfaith, I think, more specifically, would refer to all different faiths coming together. You know, you think about um, Muslims and uh, Hindus and all kinds of others coming together, Buddhists, and coming together and doing some kind of unified prayer service. And a lot of people say, oh, how great, oh, how beautiful, isn't it great to see the world coming together and setting aside their differences and learning to pray together. Isn't that wonderful? And the answer is no, it's not wonderful. It is not good to stand next to someone who is praying to a false god and pretend that praying to the God of the Bible, the God who exists, the only God who is, it is not good to stand next to that person and assume that, one, uh, it is positive to affirm their fallacious prayers, or, or two, that it is doing anyone a service by pretending that Jehovah, the God of the Bible, Yahweh, uh, the Father of the Lord Jesus Christ, the Trinitarian God of, of Scripture, the only God who exists, to pretend that he is in the same place as these other gods is an absolute travesty. 
because the Bible tells us that we are to have no other gods before the Lord, that this is the this is part of the, the foundation of the commandments given to Israel in uh, at Sinai. It's part of the very the very foundation of our faith is that there is one God and all the other gods do not exist. It's not as if there's one God who's better than other gods. There's only one God who exists. This is the most foundational principle of Christianity. Yes, this one God exists in three persons. Yes, these three persons are co-equal, co-eternal, and distinct. Yes, these three persons interact with one another, and therefore these three persons all have personalities, why we call them persons. But all three of these persons share the one being, which is God. Therefore, there is only one God. As the Shema of Israel says, Hear, O Israel, the Lord thy God, the Lord is one. There is not multiple gods. There are not many gods. There is only one God, and therefore to have an ecumenical prayer service to bring people together to to pray to false gods in the middle of praying, supposedly praying to the one true God of, the, of Scripture, is both an insult and an affront to the God of Scripture and is a breaking of his command. He says, there was no God before me, and there will be no God formed after me. I am God, and there is no other. I am God, and there is none like unto me. So, uh, uh, interfaith prayer service, nah, not a good thing. But moving on in the article, uh, it, it it makes a few comments, it quotes a few folks, um, and uh, I'm just going to read. It says, uh, speaking of Lady Gaga, who again is one of the performers, it says in 2019, Gaga, who was born Stephanie Ger- um, Germanata, stated during a Las Vegas, uh, a show in Las Vegas that she identifies as a Christian and that Vice President Mike Pence is the worst example of a Christian as his wife works for a church-run school that has a lifestyle statement promoting, or excuse me, prohibiting sex, homosexual behavior. So Lady Gaga gets to claim to be a Christian while saying Mike Pence is not a Christian because his wife works for a school that says that homosexuality is wrong. We are in clown world, okay? We have leveled up in clown world. That's where we are. We are in a place where to say that homosexuality is a sin means you're not a good Christian. Um, that is the opposite of the truth. Homosexuality is a sin, and to say that you affirm homosexuality is to essentially say that you affirm sin in the life of a believer. Now, she, it goes on, quote, To Mike Pence, who thinks that it's acceptable that his wife works at a school that bans LGBTQ, you're wrong, uh, Germanata declared, that's Lady Gaga, uh, you're the worst representation of what it means to be a Christian. Really? Mike Pence is the worst representation of what it means to be a Christian? I, I will say this. In the last four years in the administration, I think Mike Pence has been one of the only examples of what it means to be a Christian. Certainly Donald Trump was not one who claimed—I uh, mean, he may, he claims to be a believer, but honestly, uh, I think there's a lot of questions about his faith, especially his choice in pastors. He had a terrible uh, person who he said uh, you know, was an example of a pastor to him. That was Paula White. She's an absolute false teacher and a danger uh, within the church. And so— uh, I think Mike Pence is 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 the is the only example we've had really of a statesman who was uh, likely to be truly a man of faith, and uh, and 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 so Lady Gaga's I know he's the worst representation, and um, you know th- this is this is what we have to look forward to, folks. The, the the Bible tells us, "Woe unto them who call good evil and evil good," and that's what we see. That's what we're seeing. And honestly, I I can I can genuinely say that I am. 
I, I believe today's inauguration is going to be an example of calling good evil and evil good. Um, we've already seen it. We've already seen that there's going to be a massive shift in the principles of the White House when it comes to abortion. We know that at least Trump has been, in many ways, a, a getting judges who are pro-life, doing things that are pro-life, speaking at pro-life rallies, all that's going away. Now we have a president who is going to be unabashedly uh, pro-abortion. I don't use the phrase pro-choice because it's not about choice. It's about one choice, and that's choosing to kill your baby. That's what the pro-choice movement is about. And he's going to be unabashedly pro homosexual, and pro-transgender. According to uh, many sources, he is looking to tap Richard Levine to be his first, um, or rather to be the assistant to the health secretary, uh, or yeah, uh, uh, assistant secretary of health. And you say, well, why does that matter? Well, Richard Levine now identifies himself as Rachel Levine, and he is, of course, a uh, person who identifies as transgender, meaning that he is a man who walks around in women's clothing and pretends to be a woman and, re and refuses to accept that he's not a woman and demands that other people accept his obvious mental uh, issue and accepts it and promotes it. Um, and, and this is, again, this is, this is what we have to look forward to. Uh, uh, th this is... <laughs> This, this is what it says. I want to read here. This is from uh, 11alive.com. Quote, Dr. Rachel Levine, again, this is Richard, not Rachel, but, but the, reading the text, says, Dr. Rachel Levine will bring the steady leadership and essential expertise we need to get people through this epidemic, no matter their zip code, race, religion, sexual orientation, gender identity, or disability. You know, it used to be just your, you know, your, your, what, what, what we used to say, your, your, no matter your creed or your, uh, or your color, but now we've got to add all these other things. You know, it's gender identity. Uh, you know, it's it's sexual orientation. We got to add all these things because we have normalized perversion. And if I feel if I sound like I'm being a little harsh today, maybe I am because this is serious business. We have normalized perversion. We have called evil good and good evil. And uh, again, this is Biden speaking. He says, Dr. Rachel Levine will bring steady leadership and essential experience or expertise we need to get people through this pandemic, no matter their zip code, race, religion, sexual orientation, gender identity, or disability, and meet the public health needs of our country in this critical moment and beyond. She is a historic and deeply qualified choice to help lead our administration's health efforts. Ladies and gentlemen, I wouldn't let this man put a Band-Aid on me. I would not let this man take my temperature because he's out of his mind. And we are living in clown world. That's where we are. We're in a situation where this is absolutely astounding. And this is what we see. And this is what we're going to continue to see. Have we seen a lot of bad things in the last few years? Yes. But unfortunately, it looks like things are going to continue to get worse. So what do we do? What do we do? Christian? What do we do looking at this? Well, I think we can look at this and think maybe in the same way that in the ancient world, the true believers looked at the worshipers of Moloch and the worshipers of Baal. You know, we can look at them and say that that is uh, that's an affront toward our God. That is false worship. And we're not going to support it. We're not going to encourage it. We're not going to say, oh, every every faith is equal because that's hogwash. That's that's garbage. That's baloney. Um 
you know, my friend Tony Miano on his page, he said this today. He said, the inauguration will be a Molech and Belly Isle worship service. America deserves whatever wrath the Lord determines to inflict upon it. The thing is, I agree with Tony, but I'll add one extra statement. Uh, This is the judgment. The judgment of God is not brought on by these uh, terrible acts of wickedness. These terrible acts of wood, wickedness are the judgment of God. And I know Tony knows that because I've heard him preach on this and talk about this before. But it's what the Bible says in Romans 1. And God gave them up to a debased mind. And that's what we see. God has given our people over to a debased mind. And only by his grace, only, only by his grace will we see repentance, And that's what we need to pray for. The Bible says we need to pray for kings and for those in high positions and those who are in authority over us. We need to pray for them. And so today I call you, I do call you to pray for the the new president and the new vice president. But here's my request. Pray for their repentance. And pray for the repentance of those who are going to be proclaiming false gods at our nation's at the inauguration of the president, pray for those who are going to go to this interfaith prayer service thinking they are doing God's work when they are actually not doing God's work, but they are actually in league with the devil and they do not realize it. They are satisfied. They are happy. They are taking great pride in their sin and they are in a dangerous situation. So that's my thoughts on today's inauguration. Pray for them, pray for their repentance, and may God bless America with repentance. Thank you for listening today to Coffee with a Calvinist. My name is Keith Foskey, and I have been your Calvinist. May God bless you. Thank you for listening to today's episode of Coffee with a Calvinist. If you enjoyed the program, please take a moment to subscribe and provide us feedback. We love to receive your comments and questions and may even engage with them in a future episode. As you go about your day, remember this. Jesus Christ came to save sinners. All who come to Him in repentance and faith will find Him to be a perfect Savior. He is the way, the truth, and the life, and no one comes to the Father except through Him. May God be with you.